broadcasting from the business capital of the world. This is the Podcast Business News Network. Julia Rogers here joining us now live on the Zoomcast and podcast as well. We're going to talk about the work she does as a certified hypnotherapist and owner of her own company. It's called Inner Strength Hypnotherapy, and she operates out of her uh, business in Windsor in uh, Colorado, and she's here to talk more about all of her relaxation techniques and all she can do to help us, but also you work with clients all over too, right? I do. I do have that ability. If people aren't local here, then I'm always happy to see them over Zoom. Perfect. All right. For starters, let's get to know you. Tell us a little bit about your practice and what it is you do with hypnotherapy. Sure. So I take clients through a series of relaxation techniques, and I help them to get into that state of hypnosis where I then give them those positive suggestions they'd like to make the changes they want to see in their life. So Um, You know, hypnosis is a very natural and normal state of mind. We actually experience it every single day. But with the hypnotherapy that I do, it's more specialized. And every suggestion I give is geared toward that specific individual. And so I also help my clients to break through old behavior patterns and move past their limiting beliefs so that they can accomplish their goals with confidence. So, you know, whether they want to quit smoking or lose weight or conquer their anxiety, anything in between, really, I can help them to overcome their obstacles and then find that inner strength. Perfect. How can we reach you? Do you have a website, phone number, any social media pages you want to share? I do have a website and a good phone number. So my website is innerstrengthhypnotherapy.com. And then my phone number, it's 970-795-8851. Perfect. Well, before we get to all the details of all that you could do to help us, it's always good, I think, to find out more about you. Um, Where did you grow up and how did you discover this love and passion for what you do? So would you mind walking us through that a little? Yeah, sure. So I grew up in Fort Collins, Colorado. That's just a little bit north of where I live now. I lived there for, I guess about 26, 27 years. And then I moved to Windsor, so not too far from there. And I've been here about three years. I got started with hypnotherapy. It, it was kind of a long road. Um, I hadn't worked for about five years. I was I was out of work due to some health problems. So that actually gave me the opportunity to explore different avenues and see kind of what I liked, maybe what I didn't like or what I was interested in. And so after doing a little bit of research and exploring, I came across hypnotherapy and it always sounded interesting. So I decided to give it a try. I did some research on just on Google. I found the Hypnosis Motivation Institute and they are the first nationally accredited college of hypnotherapy in America. So they have a pretty good reputation. So I decided to give that a try. I enrolled in their first year program. They do give students a 60 day trial period to see if it's a good fit for them or not. And so soon after I enrolled, I knew it'd be a good fit for me. So I finished the program, which included an internship. And now I'm here practicing with clients in my home. Perfect. Well, I know you also want to start off by kind of educating us on hypnotherapy. And I know there's some myths out there. So could you want to clarify that to start? Yeah, definitely. So yeah, hypnosis, like I said, is very natural and normal. Um, It's been around for thousands of years, used across countries and cultures all over the world. And we experience it every day when we wake up in the morning, kind of as we're coming out of that sleepy, groggy kind of state and Mm -hmm. our 
um, brain waves are going from a slower to a faster state. And then also when we go to bed at night, about 30 minutes before going to sleep, kind of with the same sort of thing where we're then winding down and our brain waves are starting to slow down, we get into that kind of more groggy state too. Um, we also experience it even when we're watching movies. So if we're watching a movie at home or, you know, maybe at the movie theater and we just get so wrapped up in the environment of the movie, kind of go into another world almost mm -hmm. and, you know, Maybe the movie makes us laugh or cry or scares us. That's actually another form of being in hypnosis. So this is just a very natural state all around. Um, a lot of people, I feel like when they think of hypnotherapy or hypnosis, they think of the stage hypnosis where, you know, they make you get up on stage and quack like a duck or bark like a dog, silly things like that. But it's actually quite the opposite. You have complete control in hypnosis. You are very alert and aware, even more so than in your daily life a lot of the time. And people are never said or never made to say or do anything they don't want to say or do. Um, they actually have to be able to participate in the process in order for those suggestions to work. So if there's something that they're not comfortable with, they don't automatically accept that suggestion. It is that participatory part that makes it effective. Um, it is usually a very relaxing state. Everyone can experience it a little bit differently, but they are in complete control the whole time. And it's nothing to be afraid or worried about because especially since we experience it every single day. Well, thank you for that because yeah, there's that misnomer of someone up on a stage quacking like a duck not true you right you have to be the only thing you have to do is willing to be hypnotized but something like that is just you know some people overplay that but it's not true right right exactly <laughs> i know it can be made out to seem kind of silly and like it's only for entertainment purposes but in a therapeutic setting it can actually be a really powerful tool to create changes that have been hard to make with using other modalities or techniques yeah well you say it's very similar to another state of mind like when we're driving could you share the parallel with hypnosis and us driving if you can yeah yeah, definitely. Yeah, there is a lot of similarity with when we're kind of on autopilot, as a lot of people call it, mm -hmm. maybe we're driving on the freeway and, um, you know, we know where we're going, but we're not consciously thinking, okay, I'm right here at this, at this exit, or, you know, when 2.5 miles, I'll need to get off here. So we're kind of just daydreaming sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you've ever missed an exit while driving. I know a lot of people have. I know I did it last week. I do it all yeah. the time. So that's most likely because you were in hypnosis. You're you're not focused on that exact moment that you're in necessarily. And so our minds can wander and then, you know, we forget exactly, you know, what we're supposed to be doing or where we're supposed to be going. So again, that's another form of hypnosis. And environmental. You, okay. And let's talk about some of the things that hypnosis can help us with, please. Yeah. So just a little bit of background information too. Um, our subconscious mind, which is what we access in hypnosis, it's where our habits, our fears, and our behaviors lie. And our subconscious mind is actually responsible for 88% of our total mind power. So this is opposed to our conscious mind, which is what we use largely throughout the day, which is then only responsible for that 12% of power. So um, in our day-to-day -day lives, we don't really have as much control as you think we might have. So by um, accessing that subconscious mind, we can make those changes more easily. So someone can have a conscious thought, maybe I want to stop smoking or I want to lose weight, or maybe I want to conquer my anxiety, kind of anything of the sort. They'll have that conscious thought. But once that conscious thought travels to the subconscious mind and checks in, 
obviously the subconscious mind has more power, so it's not going to accept that immediate desire. Mm -hmm. So with hypnosis, that's where we have the opportunity to access and bypass the critical mind where we have access to the subconscious brain power, where we then give those positive suggestions to make the long lasting change that people want. And, you know, I've heard a lot about hypnosis and I'm sure a lot of people too, when it comes to stopping to smoke or to drink, uh, to lose weight, those are probably some, some of the things you can do, but what else on the agenda? Let's talk about all the benefits. Cause I, well, we may not have time. I think there's hundreds. You tell me you're the expert. Yeah. What do I know? What do I know? <laughs> yeah, there, there are over a hundred. I know okay. that at least. Yeah. There's a, a resource I've seen that I actually advertise. It's 145 ways hypnosis might help you. So I've helped a lot of people with kind of more common things like stopping smoking and anxiety. I'm helping someone with teeth clenching right now and career stress. So it comes to down to a a wide range of things, really. Um, Hair twirling, fingernail biting, fears and phobias, the list kind of just goes on and on. So a lot of people, when they're struggling with these different things, I feel like they don't think about this option. You know, they think, Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, I just have this bad habit. You know, maybe I'll try to stop. Or, you know, I've been struggling with this thing for so long now, and I've tried different options, but they don't really seem to work. So I think it's important for people to begin to understand that hypnosis is so powerful for so many different things. So I I definitely always recommend it to everyone and at least try it to see if it's a good fit. Awesome. Well, what else do you want us to know about hypnosis, Julia? Yeah, so there are just some different um, techniques and tools that I use throughout my practice that I think are pretty neat and uh, people can use it in their daily lives a lot of the time too. So one of the things I like to do with my clients is therapeutic journaling. So whenever we draw or write, we are actually tapping into our subconscious mind a little bit. So I'll have clients come in and do some therapeutic journaling, maybe for anxiety clients, I will have them do what's called bilateral drawing. And that helps them kind of just calm down and take a breath and kind of just be in a space where they're, you know, not having to worry about anything or think about anything, just kind of being in a nice state. And they can do that in the office with me. And they can also do it at home whenever they're feeling maybe a little stressed or their anxiety speaking or that sort of thing. But we can also use different therapeutic journaling techniques to get to the deeper root of issues with some clients. There are different um, I guess different styles of it that you can use to kind of almost get to the deeper root of things so that we can access it from the source more so and then work on it more effectively. So I like that's another thing I like to do with my clients. Mm. Go ahead. And then, <clears throat> um, let's see, I also use what are called anchors with my clients. It's a simple physical tool that's used to help people maybe de-stress or fight urges, or help elicit other desired responses. And it's created and established while the client is in hypnosis, and then it's ready to be used in their daily lives. So it's simply initiated by putting the index finger, middle finger, and thumb together and taking three deep breaths. So I do that with a lot of my clients as well, and that seems to be another really helpful tool. Got it. I love it. Well, also, if someone is willing to work with you, wants to work with you, what is the process? Uh, I know you do in-person sessions. You mentioned Zoom. Uh, How long do you need? I mean, I'm assuming it depends on each person, but 
give us an idea of how long it takes to hypnosis to really work for someone. Could it be one session? Could it be six? Could it be 12? Right. So generally, one session isn't quite enough to make those changes. Um, I, when I tell people, you're absolutely right, it does vary based on the individual and a few other factors, kind of the rate of progress. But typically, I like to say about four to six sessions. It could be three sessions. It could end up being 20 sessions. But I like to say about four to six generally. Um, so yeah, I like to see people in my home office if possible. I just feel like there's a better connection that can be made there and um, a better sense of like trust and rapport, that mm -hmm. sort of thing. But after doing it on Zoom too, I feel like we can build a similar connect connection and it is just as effective. Got it. All right. Also, uh, if we do want to reach out to you, let's remind them again because we're halfway through uh, how we could do so, Julia. Yeah, sure. So my website is innerstrengthhypnotherapy.com. And I also have an email attached to that. So it's julia at innerstrengthhypnotherapy.com. Mm -hmm. And then you can also reach me by text or call at 970-795-8851. Perfect. And you also mentioned, I mean, there's a lot to your notes. Uh, you also used another technique. Did you want to talk about EFT and what that is specifically? Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's another really neat tool that I've used sometimes. So EFT or emotional freedom technique is done by tapping on different meridian points throughout the body and then saying related phrases to the goal you want to accomplish. And so um, it can help people who are wanting to, you know, fight urges to stop smoking or maybe eat less to lose weight. Um, it can also be used to help with physical pain. Um, it can help with emotions as well, whether they're deep rooted emotions from 10 years ago, or maybe a fight that you had 10 minutes ago. And it's a pretty quick process too. maybe maybe five or 10 minutes. And it's something that can be repeated for multiple instances. So I think that's really important for inform information for people to know as well. Good to know. And what other um, things about hypnosis do you want to share? I would love to hear some client experiences and stories when you get a chance, but I know there's still more to the sheet that you wanted to share with us about the benefits and you know why this is a good modality. Yeah, I just... You know, I didn't know the power of hypnosis before I really started to become educated in it. And I don't think most of the general population does either. Um, as I mentioned before, I think there's kind of a poor misconception that surrounds hypnosis where it's just for fun. It's a silly thing or it's fake. You know, it doesn't work. But once you actually try it and give it a chance, I think people would be able to see and recognize just how powerful it can be and how life-changing it can be too. So I don't think it should just be seen as something that is silly or probably won't work it or it only works for some people. But in fact, it can work for everyone. Something that I learned in this program that I finished was that everyone is hypnotizable. It just depends on how the person learns and takes in information. So some of us take in information more literally, others take it in more inferentially. Mm. So by designing suggestions that work best for my clients, I am able to hypnotize everyone. I know that's been a common misconception too, that not everyone can be hypnotized, but that's that's not actually the case. They, uh, the hypnotherapist just needs to know how, is all. Perfect. Thanks for telling us that. And by the way, what ages do you work with? I mean, do children can benefit from this too? 
Yeah, yeah. Kids can certainly be hypnotized. Um, I haven't seen any children personally yet, but is it is definitely possible. I want to say the starting age is usually around eight years old. And then you can see clients, you know, as old as they they want to be really if they're able to, you know, hear and comprehend, you know, just kind of the basic senses there. But the people I've mostly worked with are more so middle-aged women or women between about 30 and 60. That seems to be the clientele that I attract. Got it. And now let's talk about some of your client experience. Would you mind sharing some of the things you've helped people with? Yeah, yeah. So I've helped several people stop smoking and they're just kind of astounded by that. You know, I have had some really nice comments from my from some of my past clients, how it's just such a wonderful gift they've been giving been given. It's a huge hurdle that they've been trying to overcome. You know, they'll never forget the the help that I've given them, the work that I've done. Mm-hmm. Um, one lady, she was really struggling with him, some anxiety after she lost her son. And when she first came in to see me, she said her anxiety was at at least a 10, you know, off the charts, basically. Mm-hmm. And after doing, I think we did about eight sessions, she said her anxiety was down to a two or a three. So much better since the beginning. Um, those are kind of the the stories that really make me feel good. Just those big drastic changes from going to a heavy smoker to not smoking at all. And, and how long did that take? How many sessions about yeah, for the smoking, it took six sessions, okay. so not a terribly long amount. No, and what about um, with the pandemic and the anxiety and the stress and overwhelm? Are you seeing a lot more people with this? And tell us, talk about the anxiety and stress and maybe how mm-hmm. you can help someone with that. Yeah, yeah. So I have seen nurses who have obviously experienced everything, the, the chaos from the pandemic and seeing the family struggling and the patient struggling and kind of the controversy and the politics around it too, um, the mandatory vaccines and just all of the crazy stuff that went on with it. And healthcare workers were really affected by that. And so by helping them coming with them coming in with their anxiety and their stress and their fears and worries, I've been able to kind of see maybe what the root of all of these problems were. Mm-hmm. And then by knowing exactly kind of what their experiences were, um, how they began, what they've experienced thus far, and then how they'd prefer to feel, I'm able to get them back to a more comfortable state where they feel more comfortable and confident going into work. Perfect. I love that because now people might also ask, well, hypnotherapy, I've heard about, um, you know, maybe it's a myth, maybe it's not. You could help with pain, chronic pain. We're talking someone suffering with like uh, fibromyalgia or some type of chronic headache. Could, Could you share chronic pain and how that can be helpful too? Yeah, yeah. So it's all honestly based off of suggestions. Um, each of my sessions uh, include an interview portion. So where we really talk about what's going on, how long they've been experiencing the certain problem, when it started, maybe why it started, how it makes them feel, and then again, how they prefer to feel. So by using the client's actual words mm-hmm. verbatim, that's going to resonate with the clients a lot better than me saying, okay, well, they'd probably like to hear something like this, or maybe they'd like to feel this certain yeah. way. 
But by asking them what they want specifically, I can add that to my session and then that will resonate so much more. So um, maybe it's just relief or um, free of stress or uh, peace of mind, you know, less headaches, you know, anything of the sort, whatever they're telling me, I incorporate into their session. So it really does just come down to those suggestions and then them being open to the process and accepting those suggestions. Got it. Now, what about yourself? Have you ever used hypnotherapy to help you? You know, I have had just one session with my mentor when I was in the program and it's just uh, just kind of a quick thing to show you what it's like, how it should be, kind of how the session goes. But I haven't personally used it in um, like a longer therapeutic sense, you know, for weeks or months on end, that sort of thing. But ultimately, I, I would like to do that. It, it tends to be a little bit pricey and I'm not in a spot where I'm going to pay for that kind of thing every single week right now. But well, I think insurance everyone's cover some of it, too. Or how does that work? You know, unfortunately, it does not. We are not licensed therapist we are certified but since we're not psychotherapists we are not allowed to be licensed so only licensed practitioners can accept insurance got it good to know well thank you so much we still have uh five minutes left in the show so julie what else is important to you for people to get to know you today and why we should reach out yeah so um, another big part of why I got into hypnotherapy is because I know it's a powerful way to help people and to kind of give people maybe hope and inspiration and help them to feel a little bit more empowered and in control. And that's so important to me because I actually had two kidney transplants oh. and yeah, the first one failed pretty quickly within within two or three weeks. And, you know, it was obviously very discouraging and very upsetting. I, I was on dialysis for about a year and, you know, I finally had a, a kidney that someone offered to me and it was an amazing feeling. And then, you know, to just have that fail after a few weeks, it was kind of heartbreaking. Mm. But also during that time, I had so much support, just so much genuine love and support from everyone around me. And that helped me so much throughout the process. Um, kind of going through that experience actually gave me a different perspective on life, helped me view things differently, kind of gave me a different belief set and a different way of just seeing my reality and what it could be like. And so I still maintained a really positive attitude and optimistic outlook after that. And I just want to be able to provide the same kinds of feelings for as many people as I can now. Got it. All right. Wow. Well, thank you so much. Um, how can we reach out to you again? Do you offer an initial discovery call? Um, I do do free consultation calls. Yeah. So again, my phone number is 970-795-8851. And again, my website is innerstrengthhypnotherapy.com. You can also email me at julia at innerstrengthhypnotherapy.com. All right. Thank you so much. Um, let's uh, also let you guys know you can reach out, work with her. Uh, you don't have to be in the state. You could do Zoom sessions like this. You do phone call sessions or <clears throat> you need to see the person as well. To make it it's more best to do yeah it's okay. best to do the zoom calls just because there are physical things that i look for as well so that is ideal that is preferred perfect thank you so much pleasure to have you here looking forward to the next time we connect you have a great day okay thanks jill yeah you thank as you, well sweetheart. to all of our thank listeners you. stay tuned more of the show is on the way thank you julia <laughs>
Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. This is you over 30 years ago. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? And this is your mom when you drive her back from therapy. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Roles change without us noticing. And in your new role, we help you help. AARP gives you the information to help care for your mom so that you can have patience with her just like she did with you. Visit aarp.org caregiving or call 1-877-333-5885 to get practical health and wellness tips to provide even better care for your loved one. Are we there yet? Remember, visit aarp.org caregiving. AARP. We help you help. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council.